Hello, and welcome to Hacks in Slash, the game cult podcast where we read fan fiction of questionable quality. Tonight, we have a very special season finale episode for you the return of the Subspace Emissaries, World's Conquest. Chapter 2 and 3, which will be uploaded in two separate episodes. If you missed the first episode, be sure to check it out. It's episode 12. I'm joined by a lovely cast of characters, including... Hi, I'm James, and I will be playing the part of Chris. Hi, I'm Shannon, and I'll be playing the part of Lucario. Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski, and I'll be reading the parts of Master Hand, Paula, Tessie Watching Club member, and Dr. Andonuts. I am John, and I'll be playing the part of Jeff. And... In addition to being your narrator, I will also be playing the parts of Ness and Random Hunter on this episode, Chapter 2 of the Subspace Emissaries, World's Conquest. And thus, the first stop of the story begins. Note, centered words in italics means that a track is supposed to play while reading the paragraphs below oh it, you know, oh to give it a sense, a real sense of realism. Because all, because reality, of course, has BGM. I encourage all new Earthbound fans to read on, enjoy, and review. If Disclaimer, you're... the author only owns this story. All property belongs to their respective owners. Jeez, am I supposed to write this every chapter? Yes. No. Also, if you're an old <laughs> Earthbound fan, get out. Now, let's begin. Imagine if you're reading a book and that happens every single chapter. (laughs) Chapter 2. Bounded to a new Earth. Ah, I see what they did there. Earthbound. Winters. Near Snowwood Boarding School. Earthbound Snowman. Ah, so it's summertime. Winters was a special place in all of Eagle Land where it was always under a thick layer of snow that covered the whole landscape. Scientists had reported that the area might have been greatly altered due to human intervention, but luckily, it did not cause any problematic issues to the environment. Animal life was pretty much tame and was never endangered by the cold climate, so it was a peaceful area. That was, until Gygus's influence took hold of all the animal life and twisted everyday objects into monsters. Only normal humans would notice the enraged animals, but as for the objects, they would go largely unnoticed until their chosen prey would pass nearby as orders from Gygus came to their newborn minds. Over a hill of snow that overlooked the Snowwood boarding school, a portal opened and a teenager and his tall Pokemon stumbled down into the cold floor, the portal closing behind them. Shivering at the sudden temperature change, Chris slowly stood back up, Lucario standing up faster than he did. We're here. Lucario trailed off in disbelief. They had actually managed to transcend the boundaries of space and possibly all logic itself to make it into another universe. Granted, Lucario had done it already, but he never noticed it. I feel like he did notice it because yeah, he was hmm. in a new on a new planet. <laughs> yeah, anyway. like, I, I feel like it's hard to hard to not notice. He looked at his shivering trainer. I'm glad nothing morbid happened when we did this. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? If you haven't noticed already, <laughs> Chris shivered. I'm not wearing winter clothing. The aura Pokemon shrugged. I can't even feel that much cold. He pointed out. <laughs> well, duh, you've got fur. I got skin without the fur. Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Mm. Chris complained. I'm guessing that oversized hand is not going to help me out with this. I- I'm so getting a cold. Lucario looked worried, but then he noticed a portal opening up behind them. Standing back, Lucario saw Chris turning around and gasping. Sorry. Master Hand's voice came from the portal as a blue jacket was tossed out from it. (laughs) It seems you guys were taken to that specific area. (sighs) That's not how to talk. (laughs) Chris regained his composure. He was never going to get used to looking at portals anytime soon. Never anytime soon. Picking up the jacket that he swore was actually his. I mean, they were in his house. He cleared his throat to say... Couldn't you have dropped us off somewhere else warmer? Sorry, but the current story timeline is taking place right here, right there. Master Hand shouted. (laughs) Do you want to... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way to work around this. You could wait a bit for the events of that area to end, but I suspect that the subspace army has already noticed your presence. The team did not like what he heard. 
Meaning? Yeah, leaving that area behind like nothing happened will mo- most likely explode in the worst cases. Worst of cases. <laughs> what? Master Hand said, after hearing the teens shocked... Explode! Word. <laughs> the Hand said... Well, off you go now. Try not to get killed or else it'd be real bad. <laughs> get killed? Chris shouted, bewildered, as Lucario growled. Mm, but the portal closed down conveniently on the hand's favor. It closed on his favor. Ouch. On the hand's favor. W- what in the hell? He complained loudly. <laughs> the best trope. <laughs> yeah. Lucario continued growl. Oh, Lucario continued growling until he stopped. <laughs> frowning. <laughs> well, we did accept this task. He trailed off. His trainer buried his face into his hands. I was so blind in meeting other people that I actually never considered dying on the job much. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> he trailed off, but Lucario approached him and hung his right arm on Chris. You still have me, <laughs> Lucario said. If anybody lays a finger on you, they will pay with their pain. So they're giving you their pain or em- uh, ellipses? Chris sighed. <laughs> you do all the fighting while I go somewhere to find a stick to beat people with. <laughs> Seriously now. Lucario said in a deadpan tone. Well, what do you expect me to do? Chris asked, looking at his, looking up at his Pokemon. I was given this job system, yet the hand didn't give me a single job. Unless I'm freelancer right now. Lucario immediately said... Jack of all trades, master of none. Except there are no trades. Chris responded, throwing his arms up. He sighed once more and looked around where they had landed, spotting a landscape of withered trees with snow covering the branches. I think there's no use complaining right now. Let's just go with the flow, I guess. Lucario surveyed the area with his eyes. <laughs> he turned around to see the Snowwood boarding school. I suppose we should head down there, he said, his trainer turning to the brick-fenced building. The Snowwood Boarding School, Chris muttered. I remember Jeff lives there, which means we're at the point of the story when Ness and Paula are trapped at the graveyard. Lucario looked down at Chris. A closer look at his trainer made the aura Pokemon look confused. Uh, Chris? What is it, Lucario? Chris looked up to Lucario. The Pokemon didn't say a thing to let... Chris, tell what was wrong. A closer look at... Did I read that correct? Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It had been so good up to this point. Yeah. A closer look at Lucario's face revealed that it had turned rather simplistic. The white of his eyes was gone, and only the red remained behind in the void of black that was his mask-looking pattern. Oh my god. Got it. He muttered. Yes. I don't have any idea why we look like this. (laughs) Lucario muttered, seeing that Chris was also affected by some freak change. Chris's head was considerably larger, just as Lucario's, than the rest of his body. But by age standards, he still fit into the world's image of a teenager. We? Chris touched his head with his hands. No, I touched my head with my heads. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) Chris touched his head with his heads. Dear God, I'm a freak. (laughs) I'm a three-headed freak. (laughs) (laughs) He shouted. Uh, I'm a big-headed freak. Lucario looked serious. Chris, keep your composure. He said. I think that the world affected our appearance to make us match with the rest of the population. The big-headed population, you mean? Chris said. What was that about going with the flow? Lucario reminded his freaked trainer. Get him. We should tough it up from here. Not liking the fact that his head somehow had not put on a lot of weight to his frail body, Chris sighed yet again in defeat. Fine. At times like these, I wished Master Hand could have given us some pointers. Like a manual? Uh, Get a pointers because he's a hand. Uh, Hey! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess. Chris turned back to the Snowwood boarding school. No use complaining about anything else. Now we somehow have to, uh... He trailed off, unsure of what he was going to say. Dot, dot, dot. Chris. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Lucario looked away. His trainer turned around to face him. What? Was this... 
all right? He asked, looking back at Chris. What was all right? <laughs> Lucario oh closed his eyes. Oh. We've been on this hill. We haven't moved. <laughs> We've just been standing out in the we, snow. We've looked at the next location we're going to like ten times, but we're just still on this hill. This is the hill we're going to die on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was talking about your decision to do this adventure. The trainer remained staring at Lucario before scratching his right shoulder... Blushing a bit, I'm glad we're still suspiciously specific about <laughs> which place in things we're using. Yeah. Well, I wanted to have something different. He trailed off. But I don't know why I jumped at the proposal so suddenly. I mean, when I first saw that people like you could actually exist in the real world, I thought that it was possible for the rest of your universe to do the same as well, but with me going into their homes and then, well... Lucario asked... But do you really think that this is the right decision? Well, we wouldn't have a story. Chris <laughs> looked away. I just don't know sometimes. I really wish to have an adventure with you, Lucario. Remember when you said yourself about going off somewhere with me like a trainer and his Pokemon? Lucario blinked. Ah, uh, yes. You and I said that before. And to be honest... Chris chuckled. I was thinking about meeting as many characters from the worlds beyond the real world with you. He shook his head. I could make interesting friends if I get to talk with any of them, but now that I think about it... Once again, he looked worried. It's not like I can really make friends with the protagonists of the worlds in just one single conversation. It took me like a year to get you to like me. To th wow. To th <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to them, I'm... I'm a non-player character who will keep saying the same thing over and over again if spoken to. You're still on the hill. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have been, you have been essentially saying the same thing back and forth to each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, also, no wonder they think we're an NPC. Also, it's super, also, they kept pointing out it's winter earlier, so I like to think this entire conversation is happening during a very intense blizzard on the hill. <laughs> we're just standing snow. around casually talking. <laughs> the snow is slowly building up on their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Lucario looked serious. But this is completely different. I I admit that I had a pretty bad case of lone wolf attitude when I first looked at you. Not you, though. He said. In my opinion, you have a likable personality, and that's all you need to have. Any of them take a liking to you. Oh, oh whoops. I, I miss intonated that. It's fine. <laughs> it's accent slash. Yeah, it's accent slash. We So, ellipses. Chris shifted his look to the sides, still feeling unsure. Oh, in boy. That, in that case, let's see if we can even get a secondary character like Jeff to take a liking on us. Lucario gave him a hopeful smile and nodded. Just as how you were optimistic in gaining my complete trust as your Pokemon, try to be optimistic. He said before hearing a faint sound that only he could hear. That he he could only hear. He could only hear the faint sound. He couldn't do anything else with it. <laughs> he couldn't point at it. Or... Turning back to the school, Lucario spotted two kids on the other side of the fenced gate. I suppose this is where we take our first step into the mission. Thank God. <laughs> only been 2,000 words. Yeah. Chris nodded and walked forward, only to sink instantly inside the snow. That's what we get for waiting so long. Lucario, Lucario gasped and felt that there was some kind of flat rock hidden inside the snow. There was a soft edge of snow that lacked the rocky surface. Cold! His trainer shouted from inside. The aura Pokemon put up a tough look and dove into the snow to get him out. Back at the fenced gate of the school, the two children were looking up. Both of them wore the school's signature uniform, though that was the only similarity they shared. The hat-wearing red-headed one on the left was there to help his best friend cross over the fence. The glasses-wearing blonde-headed one on the right was intent on the other side. The red-headed one, whose name was Tony, crouched down. Am I Tony? No one's Tony. Oh, I'll be Tony. Okay, ready, ear. I'm going to give you a boost. <laughs> it's back. I hate you so much. It's me, Tony. Hey. How hey. dare you? 
he said. The blonde-headed one whose name was Jeff nodded and put a foot on Tony's cupped hands. Struggling a lot, Tony only barely managed to push Jeff up enough for him to grab onto the top bar of the fence. Jeff luckily had no trouble putting his right foot on top to climb it up and fall on his feet on the other side. Uh, yes, I was a little worried there for a moment. <laughs> Jeff said, fixing his glasses. He turned back to Tony, hearing him sigh a tad depressed. <laughs> Jeff, promise me you'll be careful in your journey. What have we done? <laughs> Tony said, It's not really that common for people like us to be leaving the school behind till we're older. You know, I'm me, a young child of seven years of age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I appreciate the support. Jeff told Tony. I will do everything to save Paula and Ness. Cover for me in the classes. Tony looked unsure. I have absolutely no idea how I'm going to cover for you if you're not even there. But I'll come up with something, he said, nodding. Oh, Jeff, maybe you can get help from your dad. He should be living somewhere close to here, right? <laughs> Ask your dad! <laughs> you did it! You pricked my dad! <laughs> Tony disappears, so I'm just having fun with this role while I still have it. This is terrible. This is great. I love it. This is, this is hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's our hell. Jeff nodded. I'm considering looking for him. I sure hope he's around here somewhere, not nearby. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said... Also, if I recall, it's been ten years ever since the school faculty saw him last. No other witnesses are important, just the school faculty. All right, then. I guess this is goodbye. Good. Tony said. <laughs> Jeff, be very careful on your journey. We're still best friends forever, no matter what. Sad to see you leaving a day before my birthday. Yeah, guess so. Right. Bye. <laughs> Tony smiled a bit. Doing this is far more important, though. Go save those two, he said. Once you come back, we'll celebrate my birthday for real. It'll be the day when you return as a hero. Maybe my there'll actually be cookies that I did not steal. <laughs> <laughs> my God, are you still here? Get out of my house. <laughs> Waving one last time at his friend, both boys turned their backs on each other and continued their separate ways. Jeff looked over his shoulder, watching Tony get back inside. But not only before Tony gave him a reassuring smile and a hand wave. Once he was gone, Jeff sighed under his breath and turned back to face the withered forest of snow. He could get a clear view of the lake across from where he was standing. The school grounds were on top of a large hill. Jeff looked to his left, finding a convenience store. How convenient. Thinking that there could be something helpful, he walked to the door to enter it. Just before entering, several feet away from him, Lucario and Chris emerged from the hill of snow, barely catching a glimpse of Jeff entering the store. He went in there. Chris shivered. <laughs> yes, now we have to come up with a way for him to lead us to Ness. I mean, couldn't we just ask him? <laughs> no, that would take too few words, Lucario <laughs> said. I think I remember Winters is pretty far away from that graveyard Ness fell into. What do you suggest? Chris asked, dusting off the snow from his hair. Check the graveyard. I, I really don't want to be too straightforward with him and say, hey, we're here to save Ness from his horrible fate because there's a whole army bent on getting his head. Let's be insta-friends and join forces together. Or even lie to him. That is a problem. Lucario trailed off. Not even saying the truth or a lie is difficult. Chris thought for a moment. What if we casually avoid saying a lie and telling the truth by being good Samaritans? <laughs> what? He asked. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. No, I don't see a problem here. <laughs> you mean what he doesn't need to know from us won't hurt anybody? Something like that. Chris said, shrugging. This is so difficult. All right, let's give this a shot. They both looked at the convenience store. Here goes nothing. The duo approached the store, only for the front door to slide open with Jeff walking out, together with a bubble-chewing monkey that seemed to have taken interest in the smart boy. While the first duo was pondering what to say without having established eye contact with Jeff, 
the blonde boy had already looked up at the menacing canine known as Lucario. Hold on, you there. Jeff called out to Lucario. Lucario was taken off guard, and so did Chris. (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, all right. Um... Chris also took it off guard. Mm -hmm. They both came to a halt. Uh, yes? Chris shyly asked. Jeff fixed his glasses on Lucario. (laughs) Yes. You don't get to see such a person. He said the last word while staring at Lucario's hind legs. Like him walking around these parts. See? (laughs) (laughs) And here I thought he was going to scream at my big head. I forgot Lucario is the only one looking so out of place. Chris thought in shock. Although his hostile look didn't really cause any kind of pain on me yet. Jeff noted. At least the two world hoppers could cross out the possibility of the blonde boy running away screaming bloody murder. (laughs) Do you two live around these parts? They felt an odd sense of danger with the question Jeff posed to them. We, uh, no, uh, we're travelers. Lucario added all of a sudden. We're travelers who just happen to, uh, be passing through here. With an agenda. (laughs) Jeff was mildly impressed that the six-foot canine could even talk. Ah, you can talk English, too. (laughs) He said. (laughs) Unlike you. Chris wondered why (laughs) he was sweating bullets in the cold climate somehow. You seem civilized. Judging you haven't ripped your companion's limbs. Jesus. <laughs> Lucario took that as an offense. I would never do such a thing to Chris. He said. Okay, then. Jeff said, looking to the forest. I have some other business to attend to. You might as well leave now. Later, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> if Jeff left, the duo would lose the chance to aiding Ness against the subspace army. Oh, oh my god. Chris was quickly <laughs> trying to come up with something to convince Jeff from letting them... Come with them along for the ride. Convince him from letting them? Okay. Yeah, convince was, him from. We well, don't want you to let us come with you. He was yeah. the only lead that would surely take them to Ness anyway. Think about the facts or something. Quick. Chris thought to himself. Wait. He hastily said. Yes. Jeff raised an eyebrow. Uh, are you going off alone into the wild? Chris asked, putting up a worried look. You're kind of too young to be going alone. He eyed the bubble monkey. The animal was busy chewing on bubblegum to care about what was going on. But the monkey followed Jeff just because he carried a pack of gum with him. And honestly, that monkey doesn't seem to be of much help. Are you saying it's dangerous to go alone? Take this. <laughs> Take us. <laughs> huh. Jeff trailed off, grimacing a bit. Well, I suppose you are right on that notion. I just got this monkey because the store clerks wanted to get rid of him. Dismaying the duo, Jeff turned back to the forest. I'll see how things play out for me. Thank you for worrying about me. Chris's nerves got the best of him. For crying out loud, I was implying that we wanted to come along with you so you can cross the woods safely. Chris shouted. Lucario stared shocked at him for a small while. Jeff stopped in his tracks and turned back to them. If anything, I'm worried about what might happen to you if you come along. For reasons I am not at liberty to say, the task I was tasked to do is kind of beyond your wildest dreams. He said, You don't get to hear something from a boy his age in my neighborhood. Chris thought, mildly freaked out. Even then, what could a kid your age get into? (laughs) What? (laughs) Speak for yourself. You're a teenager. Jeff pointed out. Lucario hoped this wasn't going to drive into an argument. It already did. I was taught that I shouldn't trust strangers, though to be honest to myself, I trust two complete strangers. Lucario stepped forward. We wish to aid you, he said. If you haven't noticed yet, there's a monkey following you. What? There is? (laughs) Whoa! Whoa. Ah, true enough. Jeff muttered in defeat. The bubble monkey looked kind of insulted with the grimace on his face. Well, fine. Bunch of monkey poopers. Earthbound winter's white. The duo couldn't believe what they heard. For real? Chris asked. I suppose so, it is for real. (laughs) Jeff said, nodding. Don't say I didn't warn you, though. At least you did say that you would help me cross into the woods. After that, you're on your own, pal. He approached them. Do you accept my conditions? 
sure, sure. Chris said, turning to face Lucario, his trainer tapped on his own head. Lucario, please, listen to me. We're going to make whatever means necessary. Wait. Mm-hmm. We're going make to make whatever means necessary to make him lead us to Ness. And to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when we get to that bush over there, you're going to jump out from behind him. Lucario used telepathy to hear Chris's idea. He just nodded. Jeff and the Bubble Monkey temporarily joined your team! What was that? Chris asked all of a sudden. What was that? Jeff asked. I don't know, it just felt like somebody announced something. He shrugged. Anyway, we'll be happy to accompany you for a while. Lucario here is the muscle of our little team. Lucario preened a little with a small smile directed at Chris. Jeff took out some sort of small gun from his shirt. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. I have this pop gun here to to defend myself. I am quite clumsy a bit, but the teachers of my school agree. I'm smart enough to make my own inventions. I shot them with it too. (laughs) He pointed out. If any of us happen to find a broken apparatus, please let me know. That way I can turn this gun into a machine gun. I can try to, I can try to work overnight and repair whatever we get our hands on. I'd love to see that. Chris Jesus. muttered with some doubts. What? Uh, n- nothing. Well, why don't, why don't we move on now? He asked. Jeff shrugged his shoulders and finally walked into the woods with the bubble monkey following close. The other duo exchanged relieved glances and followed them down. They all introduced each other, walking on the snowy path. And where do you live? Jeff asked. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from that night? (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. It's too easy of a joke. It is. Yet more questions that practically wanted to bury into their skulls like fatal bullet shots. Jeez. We got really intense all of a sudden. Wow. Extreme. I'm glad, the author from a... re- I'm glad the author realizes what it's like to read this. <laughs> we come from a land far away from Eagle Land, Chris said. He mentally punched himself for what he just said. I don't know, it feels pretty that reasonable thing yeah, to say. We're from across the continent. Mars. Jeff simply said. It felt like they had dodged the question. That's quite interesting. I wonder if I can... And find people like Lucario if I ever take an exchange program down the line. What? Lucario (laughs) rolled his eyes. Not really. He thought. Judging how things are right now, I wouldn't be surprised. Jeff said, fixing his glasses. What do you mean by that? Chris asked. I'm wondering that too. They (laughs) (laughs) They passed down the thin shades... Of withered branches, the bubble monkey had now climbed the trees to hop from branch to ba- from branch to branch. The world has gone mad. Apparently, animals have turned hostile, while others uns- while other unspeakable events have occurred all over Eagle Land itself. The blonde said, his glasses shining a bit. Neighborhood dogs have attacked people. The possibility of there being zombies has actually been proven, and. Inanimate objects somehow become mobile and turn against their owners. Dun, dun, dun. That is. Lucario trailed off. Only then he felt that the area around him wasn't normal. He looked cautious, feeling an extremely stagnant presence covering the land. He was busy trying to comprehend their initial shock of having traveled through universes, but then he felt it clearly. Not controlling his own nature and as a proud fighter, Lucario growled. Huh? Jeff looked up to the towering Lucario. Hey, why are you growling all of a sudden? The aura Pokemon thought it was fine to say it, even if Chris was giving him a worried look. The entire land, it's been corrupted. Isn't Lucario that said, what Jeff was saying? <laughs> yeah. Out of instinct, he pulled Chris close to him. Whoa. To Jeff's surprise, Lucario glowed with potent aura, his eyes turning yellow. Through his eyes, he saw that the snowy land looked entirely different from its rather pacific environment. Everything, including the withered trees, was coated in a reddish aura that usually twisted itself, that usually twisted itself into random spots. 
Usually, not all the time. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, widening his eyes, he sensed that the reddish aura seemed to be trying to strike them down by passing through their bodies, but they were unaffected by it. I... Jeff trailed off, fixing his glasses. There's a lot of trailing off in this. There's also a lot of fixing glasses. glasses. <laughs> That's a character trait. That's an accurate everyday life. Like, but does that mean he breaks his glasses in order to <laughs> yeah, fix them? Yeah, he's good at fixing things. Oh, he's that's seven. a good point. I mean, apparently not if he has to keep doing it. <laughs> oh, also good. Are you not pushing up your glasses every two seconds? Because, like... No, because my glasses fit me. Hmm. Hey. <laughs> I don't know how you can glow like that. While Lucario was busy growling and inspecting the surface area, Chris decided to speak next. Lucario not only is a very strong fighter, but he has the ability to sense auras. He explained. I'm guessing he just found a, a malevolent aura, right, Lucario? Yes. Lucario said. This land, all of it, is covered in a red aura trying to take over everything, and us too. What in the world? Jeff muttered. A red aura covering a land and us? Huh. I read a little bit about the supernatural force known as Auras, but it's just kind of incredible. Lucario stopped growling, his eyes turning back to red. Fortunately, the Red Aura can't even do anything to us. It is desperately trying to consume us whole, but to no avail. Even without glowing, Lucario could tell at first glance that the Red Aura was particularly trying its best to strike Jeff down. Jeff... It wants to take you down the most than any of us four. That is what I believe. <laughs> Jeff shivered a bit at the thought. He really believed that the aura Pokemon wasn't lying, <laughs> since he glowed with aura. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, I don't feel inherently evil or anything, but I'm not even feeling anything wrong with me. What was that sentence? He said. If that's true, this Paula might be telling the truth. What? <laughs> Perhaps we're all immune to it. Lucario said. It's so annoying. I can't shake off the feeling, but my aura is repelling it. Thanks for the little heads up. Jeff said. Suddenly, Lucario felt that the red aura was gathering into a single point. Looking ahead of them, he spotted a goat eating some grass intact from the snow. It then rose its head up and stared at their way with a deadpan with deadpan eyes. Beware. Lucario warned them. The red aura just took over that animal over there. That goat was screwed! <laughs> Jeff asked. The goat grunted loudly and charged at them. Oh no, that news report about the angered animals turned out to be true. Here it comes! Chris panicked. How in the hell should I even fight it? It's a goat. Before Lucario could tell him to fall back, Jeff tossed him a second pop gun. What the? I found a spare pop gun in my back pocket. <laughs> Jeff said. Use it to defend yourself, uh-huh. Gruff goat. Jeff. Chris. Lucario. 48. 79. 489. Wow, Lucario is... Dang. <laughs> there was absolutely no explanation to what had happened, but Chris and Lucario felt that they had been dragged off somewhere else. They could see the snowy plains, but there was a part of them that had been ripped off from existence itself. Looking at Jeff, the blonde boy seemed unfazed. What is this weird feeling? Oh, like you Lucario have... asked, multi mildly horrified. Like you haven't seen an RPG fight screen before. I don't know. Chris said disturbed. But, but let's not think about that for now. We've got a gruff goat to fight. Yes. Lucario said, his fists flaring up with aura. Gruff goat stomps on Jeff. There was simply no way for the duo to stop the goat from stomping on Jeff's frail body. Lucario oh, no. was completely baffled by how he was unable to run. <laughs> Jeff receives eight damage. Holy crap. Jeff. Chris said, seeing the gruff goat stepping back. Jeff whimpered a bit. I... I regret not taking <laughs> class. He trailed off. But even then, he picked himself up and shot the gruff goat. <laughs> okay, what happened? 
Jeff attacks. <laughs> Jeff Goat receives 18 HP of damage. Eat this, you goat. <laughs> Did it just stand there to receive the hit? Chris asks, shaking his head in bewilderment. Ah, screw this. Chris defends. <laughs> By what, putting your arms together? <laughs> nope. All yours, Lucario. Chris said he was actually crouching down, his arms covering his <laughs> head. The bubble monkey so casually landed on him and spat at spat on the goat. I guess. Bubble monkey spits in Gruff Goat's <laughs> eyes. Gruff Goat receives 12 HP of damage. <laughs> the Gruff Goat. Gruff Goat. The new enemy appears. Jeff stared at the whimpering goat, helplessly trying to shake off the spit in its eyes. I cannot fathom how spitting on its eyes is really damaging. He said. Lucario attacks. Gruff Goat receives 1,098 <laughs> HP of damage. Actually, its head just blasted off into the sky. I bet he just, just flicked his forehead. He just decapitated an earthbound enemy. You win. Jeff and company receive 20 experience points. Jeff level. Jeff's level goes up by 2. HP goes up by 4. Offense goes up by 2. Defense goes up by 1. Speed goes up by 3. Oh, baby. Guts goes up by 5. Luck goes up by 1. Vitality goes up by 3. Oh, baby. Oh, IQ goes up by 6. Really <laughs> to say the that? least, the world seemed to go back to normal to the newcomers, but that didn't stop them from seeing the brutal hit Lucario had delivered to the goat. What lied down in front of Lucario's oh, was the no. corpse of the goat, with the missing head having blasted oh off high into the God. sky, leaving a trail of blood behind as it disappeared what? far away from the naked eye. What, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What is this jigsaw? <laughs> we we just went from a funny little game to just <laughs> to say the least. The world seemed to go back to normal <laughs> to the newcomers, but that didn't stop them from. Oh, there you go. You just said that. Don't read it again. <laughs> yeah, uh... Jeff, Chris, and the Bubble Monkey all turned a sickening shade of blue. A feat Chris knew was impossible in the real world. Shaking his head, Jeff uttered, "My my word." and dove behind a tree to puke. Chris felt an extreme case of vertigo and shivered at the morbid scene. The bubble monkey swallowed his gum by accident, staring with great horror at the bleeding corpse. Wow. Lucario's fine. <laughs> it took hell? a few seconds for the serious Lucario, flaring his, his flaring fist still stretched, to digest what he had done. He looked down and gasped, pulling Aww. back his fist and stepping back from the corpse. Uh... <laughs> Lucario wisely trailed off. Oh, His no. trainer wisely summarized the action <laughs> with a loud Yuck! What the hell, Lucario? <laughs> Such wisdom. Uh, uh, I'm really sorry. Honest! Lucario said, approaching his disgusted trainer. I took it very seriously. <laughs> I, I was just trying to protect you all. No kidding. But... <laughs> Yeah, you sure did. By literally beheading it? It looks like goat! <laughs> Chris asked, Lucario sensing his body shaking in horror. <laughs> Jeff overheard this fact and went back to puke a little harder oh than before. Damn, I know the thought is what matters, but this is beyond ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Lucario knelt down in shame, oh. bowing his head to Chris. I will control the extent of my strength next time, so this doesn't happen again. To be perfectly fair, in all honesty, this is hilarious. This is like one <laughs> of those great YouTube joke. parodies, like those if Mario was, like, if, if Earthbound was realistic or something. Like, this, this is, that's actually really funny. Fine. That was hilarious. I have a nagging fine. feeling you're gonna do it again. Chris turned back to face Jeff. He brief, r briefly saw the still expression on the bubble monkey's face. Um, uh, Jeff? Oh. I'm okay. The blonde boy limped a bit back to them, clutching his stomach. I'm just not used to seeing people behead animals. Never been to it. took such a turn. Lucario stood back up, looking ashamed. Aww. You have my sincere apologies. Lucario didn't he mean said. to do it. Anna, you've come you've come around, huh? 
Honestly, I was going to make a joke and have Jeff's voice be deeper after he leveled up so much. (laughs) (laughs) But after that, nothing's going to top that. Honestly, I didn't think you were this strong, Jeff said, mildly regaining his composure. You are certainly an incredible individual, oh jeez. <laughs> the aura Pokemon smiled a bit, but then his face fell when Chris gave him a deadpan look that implied, Don't get too cocky or else you'll get it. He sighed instead. <laughs> get what? Uh, Jeff get adjusted what? his glasses. Hmm? I don't know. Jeff adjusted his glasses. Having slipped off from his private, his little private time behind the trees. <laughs> Ugh, freezing. Hmm. Oh, tree. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> On the bright side, I suppose our survival is pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I really wouldn't mind if you did accompany me beyond crossing the forest. The two gasped mentally. <gasps> As long as you don't be ahead of anything else. Well, we don't mind, really. Chris said, brightening up. Uh, if you wish, you can hire Lucario as a guardian for the time being. Uh, of course, I also come along with the package. We also charge two cents a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cheap. <laughs> I don't I don't like s- the sound of hiring, but whatever. I have no money. <laughs> Jeff said the bubble monkey pulled his sleeve a bit, wanting to have more gum. The blonde gave him some gum, the monkey happily taking it. Let's move on. Make sure we avoid confronting any other goats, let alone anything else. (laughs) (laughs) He shuddered. Once he spotted the trail of blood left behind by the head, (laughs) he nearly wanted to puke once seeing the fresh corpse on the snowy ground. Chris felt the same, Uh. and so did the monkey, the latter who tried not to swallow the gum whole. They all quickly hastened their pace around the murder scene <laughs> oh and walked down the path. What's the matter, kid? Making my way downtown, walking fast, walking faster. Several seconds later, after they were out of sight, a random hunter spotted the goat's <laughs> corpse as he came from the same direction they came from. Ah, sweet lamb chops. Uh, do you want to be the random hunter, or do you not care? I do not. Okay. Don't know what happened here, but we're having a feast tonight. I regret saying no. He merrily said, pulling the succulent corpse away with him. It's wrong! Back with the group, they suddenly came across some camping spots occupied by tents. We should be nearing Lake Tessie, that's assumed to have the legendary monster Tessie. No no kidding. Jeff pointed out. (laughs) I reckon that they. Is he con- is he southern now? <laughs> I reckon that, that there's a Tessie watching club nearby too. Yes, as there are in every single lake with a monster. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could rest inside a tent if they let us. Chris said. The first tent's owners allowed them to rest for a bit before moving down further along the road, where there were more tents stationed before Lake Tessie. Surprisingly, the lake wasn't frozen at all. Seeing a real lake. A real lake? Wow. Holy crap. Chris was the first one to approach it. Lucario following him from behind. That's how following works. (laughs) Wow, I've never seen a real lake before. What? There is something big inside the water. Lucario said, his aura feeling another aura moving close to the shore of the lake. Tessie, perhaps? Chris asked. Please tell me we're not fighting another monster. I won't behead it. Don't you even say that word. Jeff said. Seriously. Chris agreed. The bubble monkey hopped up and down before rushing to a stretched portion of the shore, standing on a spot of dirt. He clapped his hands as if he was trying to do something special. What is that monkey trying to- Jeff was interrupted as the ripples of water started to form right in front of them all. Gloriously, a purple monster with a bright look on its face rose up from the water and howled playfully to the bubble monkey. In a second, the Tessie Watching Club members emerged from their tents and started taking photos and writing a whole lot of wild mass guessing in their notes. It's our time! (laughs) (laughs) You people act so fast, Chris said. Jeff, not minding the public behind their backs, noticed that they needed to cross the lake. When they were resting back at the first tent, Jeff kept to himself that somebody named Paula had used a psychic call telling him that he needed to head south. 
the lake was in the way, so he assumed that they needed to cross it. You can't go around lakes, that's illegal. <laughs> the sides of the lake, oh, well, never mind. The sides of the lake were surrounded by tall cliffs after all. I should have read ahead. Mm. We need to cross. Hmm. I wonder. The blonde calmly walked to the shore with the bubble monkey and looked up to Tessie. The crowd behind them gasped loudly. He's getting eaten whole, isn't he? Chris trailed off. From what I read from Tessie's mind, it's a vegetarian, Lucario said. His trainer stared at him with an odd look. It only thinks about food all the time. (laughs) I love Tessie. That's the exact look it gives, too. (laughs) Tessie stared down at Jeff with what Chris thought was a very dopey smile. Eh, it's pretty docile. Jeff noted, to which many of the club happily dotted down in their notepads. Probably ride it to cross the lake. Duo carefully approached the legend. Oh, it's a vegetarian, all right. Chris said. The watchers also noted the fact down. <laughs> they saw as Tessie lowered its head from for them to climb over. Not wanting to say that Tessie had quite that Tessie had quite a flat head. The four stepped on top of its head, and then Tessie slowly swam through the cold lake. I don't understand what that was trying to convey. Hmm. The four looked back to the watchers as they helplessly tried to snap as many photos as possible. Remember, we're editing the guy in the blue dog suit out. We don't want to make this look stupid, so keep the kids and the monkey in the shot for extra points and cuteness. (laughs) One of them called out. Lucario overheard them and grunted, showing a few fangs. Definitely do not show the blue dog suit guy. (laughs) That's great. Jeff and Chris sat down to rest. We're lucky Tessie allowed us to travel across. Jeff noted. Just a few more ways till I reach an S Impala. He turned to face the rest. I guess I said said it out loud. Just for the sake of sounding interested... (laughs) Chris asked. Well, Chris is like a jerk. He is. Who are those two? He already knowing full well who they were. Oh, it's kind of crazy to believe this, but... The duo felt that they were getting somewhere. Out of sheer luck. There are these two other people who contacted me through the, my mind while I was sleeping. Okay. <laughs> They're the reason why I even set out, out on my own to begin with. So, you just... Walked out from your home because two complete strangers told you to? You oh, you're one to talk, <laughs> you're, one, you're one to talk, aren't we? <sighs> what planet are you on right now, Lucario? <laughs> Clearly a different one from where he started. Jeff blushed slightly, small waves of water moving away from the trail Tessie left behind as it swam down south. I know this sounds strange, but... There's this feeling I got when I was called by Paula to help them. It's just as if I received an epiphany. He moved up his glasses. Call it a hunch if you may. There was this feeling inside me that told me to do this. And I just jumped at the call or something. That's kind of mystical? Chris replied, not really sure how to put it. Perhaps, perhaps not. Jeff said. Hmm, It seems we're getting to the other side already. Tessie was now slowing down close to a small eastern coast. It slowly moved its head to the ground and let them step down. Raising up its neck, Tessie calmly swam away, not before waving a small fin to them as it sank back down into the water. Tessie, best character. The bubble monkey waved at it. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to make it, but Ness and Paula are both very far away from here, Jeff said. If you're really worried, then perhaps we can accompany you on the way to where they are, Lucario said. Chris sighed to himself, feeling nice for having heard the suggestion. This isn't going to distract you from whatever you explorers do, right? Not at all. It will probably help us explore the land better with some sort of guide. I don't know that much about Eagle Land, but it's okay. Jeff said, nodding as they resumed their walk. The teen was happy to know that there was a safe lead to tag along with Ness. Now, they just needed to convince Ness and Paula from letting them come. Several minutes later, the group of four came to a stop, finding a dead end to the left side of the coast. Well, I think we can surmise that Tessie knows nothing of... Jeff faced to the right where an entrance to a cave lied. Landmarks. Actually, Jeff... 
Chris looked to the left, where the land wasn't stopped by a dead end. In fact, they could jump down a small fence of ground, a small fence of ground, and continue down the road. The random gray pencil sticking out from the ground just behind their backs was a topic none of them wanted to get into. <laughs> we can continue down through there. Oh, sorry. Jeff said, cleaning his glasses. My glasses were kind of foggy. I didn't see clearly. Oh, boy. Just before they could even go down the path, Lucario suddenly grunted <clears throat> as he faced the cave. His grunting was unsettling Chris. Lucario? What's wrong? Part of that evil aura you're able to sense and decapitate goats with? <laughs> Jeff asked. No. Lucario said. There's another different red aura that doesn't seem familiar inside the cave. <sighs> Out of pure instinct, Lucario ran inside the cave. Feeling very vulnerable, Chris gasped and followed the aura Pokemon. The bubble monkey thought they were playing a game, so he gave chase <laughs> as well leaving a deadpan Jeff behind. Oh, goodness, Jeff said. I can head down alone, but they seem resourceful enough. Sighing to himself, the blonde entered the cave. Well, I to guess this continued. is happening now. Honor, oddness, such a fitting title. Jeff said in the postscript. Yeah. <laughs> Are we, like, finally gonna appear? Ness asked. It looks like it. Paula said. There's a bigger chance of dying horribly, sadly. I love this world, Chris sarcastically said. Would you like to save your data? No. Yes. Overwrite file? Yes. Winters, Chris, Lucario, Jeff, Bubble Monkey. You might be wondering where this last part of the chapter came from. It's just a little extra, like adding music track suggestions to make the story stand out like you were playing a game, sadly dropping out before you get to save your current progress and the chapters won't keep anything. Just kidding. Originally, this chapter was a lot shorter and pretty rushed. There's a good chance many of the next chapters ahead will be longer versions of what they used to be. You can only tell if I do point things out, though. Next chapter, the first, or second, official Smasher will appear at last. I encourage all goat hunters to review, or <laughs> else the story will be responsible of killing goats. What? <laughs> what? Ness, that's bad for you, you know. Oh, crap, you're right. <laughs> oh, no. And we will follow up with this wonderful tale in the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs>